This is part three of the three-part season finale, which was filmed as a virtual happy hour. You can go back and listen to parts one and two, or you can watch the full video on YouTube or Facebook by searching for Keisha Whitaker. Welcome to the Succeeding Over All Roadblocks LifeCast, a show about self-discovery and vibrating higher in every area of your life. Each week, I'll have conversations with some of my favorite people who are soaring over life's challenges. They'll share their struggles, but more importantly, the lessons they've learned along the way. I'm your host, Keisha Whitaker, entrepreneur and transformational speaker. Let's get ready to soar. So we're going to move to the next segment. And this is like the part that I really want to talk about with you all. And that is, you know, with us being women of a certain age, as they say, and how is, how are we looked at in society as women that don't have children at our age? First of all, let's get your thoughts on that. Like, how do you feel people are looking at black women educated? You know, we've got our stuff together but we're not married. We don't have kids. What's the worst question you've heard from somebody about your singleness? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Ain't yeah. nothing wrong with me. And yeah. nothing. <laughs> and I'm it's sorry for on your podcast, you. but not a damn thing is wrong with me. <laughs> And this is what I feel like because we are educated and and and, and strong women or whatever, we're not going to just let Joe Blow from down the block just come up and talk anything and we'd be like, oh, okay, great, let's get married. Mm -hmm. No, you also just the same way you asked me what am I bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? Because, and I'm not asking for like, you got to have your house and you got to have this and you got to have that, but have a plan, have something on some paper to say, this is what I'm trying to do with my life. Because look, what do I have? You know, I need, look, I need receipts. I need to see that you're doing something show life. Like, <laughs> have something. Don't come just like, well, this me. Yeah. What's up? I want kids. Let's do this thing. Like, no, this ain't, yeah. this ain't how this is going to work. Anybody else had a different question? Kind of kicking oh, back on what Joy said. Are you? They ask like, "Are you crazy? What's you no? Know, what what's the problem? Like, you don't you're not ugly. So what's the deal? You know? So it's it kind of piggybacks on that. So you saying other people can't get? I mean, I don't, I don't. Yeah, they get they get it first. It's somebody for everybody. Exactly. I think sometimes people don't understand that you also may have other things in your family that you're managing, right? So with me having aging grandparents, something that I have to consider is. How would I manage aging? Like I have one of my grandmothers is a widow. Mm -hmm. So how do I help her have a great quality of life in her 80s and try to raise children at the same time? Right. Like I would never have considered that in my 20s. But now that's very present for me. And I'm doing it in a pandemic. And so it's like I'm keeping myself healthy. And I'm thinking about my entire family who are all essential workers who also have some kind of ailment that could be 
you know, detrimental for them should they get COVID. But those aren't the things that people really consider that you have other things that may be a priority for you beyond being in a relationship or being a parent. And I think that that's something that we have to give one another grace for is that we all may have something different that we're carrying that they may not openly discuss or that you may not be able to see from your perspective. Mm-hmm. Tanisha, did you have thoughts? Well, and I was looking for my meme because you like to see some crazy nonsense. But, <laughs> <laughs> it was one meme that says, who does she think she is with all this education? She's single. She don't have any kids. She can do whatever she want to do. She can hop a flight, whatever she want to go. Basically, she can live that life. And the response was, it was Bugs Money or Bams Money sitting with a crown on her head. And it said, well, I got to clean it up. I'm that girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That wasn't what Babs said. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Now, I will tell you the, the, the question that I got when you know they'll ask you, do you have kids? And I say, no. What's wrong with you? And it's like, oh, why, why don't you have kids? Okay, you that's the worst question you can ask a woman. You don't know if she's had a miscarriage. You don't know if she's lost a child. You don't know what that person has gone through. Like, why would you ask someone that? And mm-hmm. that is really challenging. And so... When someone asks me that, I just I just check them point blank because you don't know my story. You don't know what I've been through. But I will tell you, in my case, I'm not stupid enough to lay down with somebody and be tied to them for 18 years. You know, and you know what I mean? I, I want to have I want to have a family, you know, my own family in a certain way. And I think that if that happens, great. If that doesn't happen, I think I'm OK with that, too. And I'm not opposed to some other alternatives to having the family that I want. So that leads me into the next question is childless versus child free. There is a difference. What are, what are your thoughts on that? I will say currently I'm childless. Yes. If I'm understanding it right. Child free means that you just don't want to have children. And that's just a choice. Childless means you just don't want them right now. Am I understanding that correctly? Okay. So right now I'm just childless. I would love to be a mother, but if that's not my lot in life, I'm, I'm, my family's already big on adoption. We have several adopted family members. I will be a foster mom and uh, eventually adopt a child. But I do believe with all the things that I've done in life, I've, I'm intended to be someone's mother. And I'm actually the mama to a lot of kids <laughs> running around in Memphis just from you know the programs that I've put on and things of that sort. So I won't say that. Well, I mean, I guess if that's the case, then I'm not childless. Because I have many children running around in Memphis who call me Mama Joy uh, currently to this day, but I have not physically birthed a baby from my body. But I would like to do that. But if that does not happen for me, then I would definitely be a foster mom. Tanisha. Well, the former educator here has been a mom to many. I've gotten my mom marks off. So <laughs> and then I'm also I'm, I'm an aunt. I'm a godmother. I'm another mom. I am the, when my mom, my mom friends need a day out, I'm the need a kid fix mom. Um, so my life is filled with kids. And um, as you all know, I transitioned into the other side of womanhood this year. And so with that, if I decide that I want to become a mom at some point in life, when I'm mature enough, I will become a boy mom <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll adopt some sons and go at it with that. Motherhood is a broad term. Motherhood is not strictly defined to birthing a child, physically birthing a child from your body. Mm-hmm. Motherhood is a multitude of things. So, Sonia, do you have some thoughts? Yes. 
And it's interesting because this conversation comes up a lot in my family because um, my mother's side of the family is we all the cousins, none of us are married. Majority of the female, well, majority of the female, I only have one female cousin that has children. She was married, but we don't have children. Highly educated, like advanced in our careers. Um, and we all want children. And recently um, I had a cousin that passed and that was her one thing that she wanted to have children and she wanted to be married. So I do say that I am childless. My former students, I love them. I hold them dear. I have two guy babies, but I still want to be pregnant Some with fat ankles, somebody rubbing my stomach. That's just what I want. <laughs> um, I'm not opposed to adoption, but y'all going to get this baby shower one day. Just like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> either way, whether it comes from adoption or natural childbirth, I'm happy to throw it either way. Okay. All right. Tiffany, what about you? So I'm child okay. free, right? Like I think, and I, and listen, now everybody that knows me knows there are gazillions of children around me. So I am not in any means saying that because you have children that you have chosen the wrong path. Uh, I actually love all my godchildren. I will go to the ends of the earth for them. But I think for me, I never had the desire to have children, right? And I spent so much of my 20s struggling with that. Like I did not connect with some of my friends in my 20s simply because I wasn't like, got to get married so I can start having these kids and then get a house and then a luxury car and then we'll do this. I wasn't thinking like that. And it wasn't until I got real with myself, like in my 30s to say, like, I think it's okay if you've never had that desire. Right. And you can just voice it. And so trying to make myself fit in that box in my 20s to try to get excited about possibly having swollen ankles or (laughs) I was just like, I just don't desire that. And it's totally fine. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't want children in my life. Like I have goo gobs of children from when I worked at the Boys and Girls Club. I was a youth leader for a considerable amount of time. And so I'm pretty sure Angela's going to watch this because Angela is the, the one person that still claims me as mom. She sends me every Mother's Day a Happy Mother's Day text. When she has any life-changing event, she lets me know. And she claimed me when she was like eight at the Boys and Girls Club. She was like, you're my mama. And I was like, are you sure? Because I don't know what I'm doing. But, you know, that's how she- None of them do when they start (laughs) out. Exactly. But I have loved being there for every phase. Like, if she's got a graduation, if I'm in town, I'm going. I'm going to make whatever adjustments I need to for that. And I appreciate that her family allowed me to step in and be that extra adult that they didn't necessarily ask to have in their family. But they call me like her grandmother has had my phone number for years. I haven't changed my phone number since I was 21 because of the fact she's always had it. Right. And I don't plan on changing it, even though it does look like a spam number. I'm not changing it. (laughs) But I just think for me. I just don't have that desire. But one day I may choose to adopt. I have so many friends whose parents come from adoption. And so that's always been important for them to discuss. And I think that there'll be a time when I want to have that lifestyle where I'm baking cookies and I'm trying to go to the PTA. That may happen one day, but probably not by childbirth. It may happen strictly by adoption or foster. And I'm totally okay with that as well. Yeah, I think... To everyone's point, we're all mothers in some way. You know, we mother the community. We are out here with, you know, I have several godchildren. 
people that I want to be a part of these children's lives. Like, I feel like I have something to offer, whether they're mine or not. You know, I want kids to be able to feel safe to come to me if something's going on. Like if I see a kid in my neighborhood, he can come to me and say, you know, this is happening and I will stand up for him just like his mother would. So, you know, I, I'm definitely here for adoption. I'm definitely here for, um, you know, the natural way as well. If that were, if I'm, you know, if that's something that God wants for me, but I am very much okay with my life as it is. I mean, there's some benefits to it. And then there's sometimes where I'm like, man, I would love to pour in a little into a little mini me, you know, like, you know, it, it, it would be fun, but it is challenging from a financial perspective. I think, you know, marriage rates are falling. So like we just talked about dating earlier. So that, you know, the challenge of finding the right person, if you want to start a family of your own, I think generational trauma, you know, sometimes people don't want to bring a baby into the world, you know, because of the generational trauma that they've experienced or the trauma of the world, period. Like, do I want to bring a child into this and be worried about the, you know, the racism that exists in our society and having to bring up a black child in this world? Uh, Tiffany, you had something you want to say? Yes. So I think that is so important, right? Like I cannot ignore the fact that a majority of my family has been raised in poverty. And so in being raised in poverty, there are skills that you may lack, communication skills, understanding like now we all we got these books what are your love language somebody asked me that every first day what's your love language my parents had never considered a love language when they started dating right and when they started raising children they didn't think about how they apologize they didn't think about any of those things because the goal was to get this human from the womb to a job and off into their own home like that is what it is and i think we sometimes don't get that there's a lot of that in the middle. Like, do you have the supports? I think so often of my friends and they are trying to figure out what's the best way to raise our child? What kind of values do we want them to be raised in? I, I think that there's so many things that come into play when you decide that you're going to bring a child into this world. Maybe consider in advance, not just once a child gets here, like we'll figure it out when they land. No, like what what are our values as a family what are the things we're going to celebrate? What are we going to talk about in this household? Like I grew up not talking about politics, not talking about a lot of things. And that really changed how I even had my friendships as adults. So I think that childhood is more than that, right? Like we just have to remember uh, as we move forward that bringing a child into this world, you're bringing forth the next person into society who's going to impact so many more people. And are you putting out what you will be proud of? I love getting the perspectives of everybody here because not just because we're all of the same group or the same, we have this in common. Doesn't mean that, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine today and he was like, you know, how can you have a conversation all of y'all have the same thing in common. There'll be some groupthink. I said, you don't know my friends. Like we all come from a different perspective in and of this commonality. And, and then my friend, he, he talked about um, independence versus interdependence. And that interdependence with children is a, is a certain level of maturity. I was like, that doesn't mean that because these people have a different level of maturity that we don't have, a, you know, our own level of maturity. It's not selfish. It's not, you know, um, 
I don't I don't feel that we're being selfish if we decide not to have children or we haven't had children yet because we've taken time to work on our careers and work on ourselves. I mean, I want to bring a child into a situation that not only I can financially sustain and not be struggling, but also be in a place mentally and emotionally to be able to not totally damage that child. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to traumatize my baby. You know, I want to give them as, as much of a healthy start as I can and not pass on my own hangups to my child or my own fears or generational traumas or what have you. So if that time comes, great. If it doesn't, that's great too. But ladies, we're getting towards the end of our chat. And before we wrap up, I want you all to have an opportunity to plug anything that you have going on that you're doing. You know, I celebrate my friends. I put y'all on whatever it is that you're doing. I love to see you shine. If there's anything you want to share at this time, please do. I'm going to go first. So I'm going to do a shameless plug for myself and my sister. So I'm an author, as I said before. So I want to plug my book, The Ride of Pride. It's going to go on the website, The Ride of Pride 1. It's a children's book. Also, adults can read as well about African-American inventions. And my sister, during the pandemic, just released her book, Manifested Dreams. It's also going to be purchased on ridethepride1.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble for both books. Please check it out. This is uh, telling a uh, tale about a family who's been through slavery up to the Obama um, inauguration and the different things they've endured, like the Bloody Monday Tulsa incident, etc. So please, please, please get our book. So yes, yes. <laughs> Come on, authors. <laughs> Dr. Now, Come on. Yes, authorist roundtable coming soon. Yes, honey. All together. <laughs> oh, she gonna be on the podcast with Black History Month. Don't even get it twisted. Like I told you, yes, I am black. Yes. <laughs> I would like to plug um, What's the Tea? It is here to teach, empower, and activate you to ascend to higher heights in every area of your life. Uh, we just started in this 2020 here to um, get you to talk about um, goals and things to activate in your life. And we're going to be talking to some of those women in the community who have done those things, who have the, the careers and have done their CEOs and executives and all of that. So, yeah. So check out What's the Tea on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Tiff. I don't have anything tangible to plug, but um, what I do love, and y'all know, when it comes down to like business development and strategy, I absolutely love that. And so this pandemic has made it amazing. So many women and friends of mine have really tried to dig into like how to take their side hustles to the next level and how to really grow some things. And so while I do keep a general like low profile on social media, look, slide in Keisha's DMs if you want me to work with you on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we can do that because I mean, I love it. I, I mean, I just have a passion for it, trying to make sure that um, I, I do the job that they pay me for at my main uh, organization. But I do um, I do a lot, a little bit of time um, to work on that. I, I have a couple of clients, but I would love to get some more. Yeah, girl, hike. Um, joining in 2021, I have a couple of hikes planned. Tennessee, Arkansas, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, all. Um, hiking is life. And when I say once you enter the trail, you feel a total basic once you're in the trail. So definitely join me in 2021. Awesome. Awesome. Well, ladies, you know, I, I love each of you 
so much, Joy, who was our warrior woman. Tiffany, I call you the life hack queen. You are absolutely the, the life hack queen. Like, you know, every, like, she always got the most random information that just helps your life. It's like, <laughs> but I mean, just like, I can call you for anything and you have like, oh, you know what? If you try that, <laughs> it's an app, it's something. And Tanisha, you are the bubble, the effervescence in our champagne. Like you like to do little bubbles and just give us life and fun and energy. And Sonia, Dr. Sonia, last but not least, you to me are the glue that keeps the circle going around and around and around. Like you are there for everybody, for everything. And I just love and appreciate you. And, you know, I had you crying last week because I was crying, too. I was like, this girl, you just you just don't know what you mean to me. So thank you so much for just being you and being so supportive of everybody in the circle and know that we love you and we're here. We keep you lifted in prayer and every and, and you're just amazing. How are you going to be a doctor and write books and do all this stuff and you over here feeling some kind of way? No, we, that's not happening. In, no, that's not happening anymore. You're too mighty, ma'am. Too mighty. Yes. So, ladies, I thank you so much for being a part of my season finale. We have made it through the season, y'all. Oh, my God. This this has been a great season. I've had some amazing guests on the show. I am just, I just, I'm so proud of myself for stepping out on faith and just taking a chance and doing this, not knowing what to expect, but I did my homework. I made sure I was ready for this opportunity. And so, you know, next season will be even bigger and better. I may drop a few bonus episodes, keep y'all, you know, keep y'all busy over the holidays and whatnot, but I'll be back in, I don't even know when, January or February sometime with with the new, with some new episodes for season two. But again, if you want to keep in touch, always follow me on Twitter, Facebook, uh, and Instagram at Soar Lifecast. You can connect with these ladies on Instagram. They have their their handles up. And anytime you need a sister circle, we will be there (laughs) because I do want to build out this community because it, it, it is needed. And I wanted to just bring my friends on to share with you that sisterhood is real. It is something that we will continue to, um, to uplift and uphold even to, you know, we old and gray, we might be living like the golden girls in a villa somewhere, you know, that's my dream and my hope. I would love to have me a vacation home somewhere, but, uh, (laughs) again, thank you guys for listening. And as always keep soaring. Thanks for listening to the succeeding over all roadblocks life cast. Follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Soar LifeCast for more tips and motivation. You can also email questions to SoarLifeCast at gmail.com. Be sure to catch new episodes every week and leave a review of the show. Until then, keep soaring.